Thank you for listening to The Gospel Road. It's been an interesting week for me. Iowa State Fair got underway yesterday, which I always love the fair. I always love going out. And I was out uh, talking with from friends and uh, did a few Facebook Lives. And uh, it's, it's always great getting out and meeting people, which is weird for me because the reality is I am shy and kind of intro, uh, introvert. I don't really get out there and get in front of people, which with what I do, a lot of people look at me and go, I don't understand that. I don't see it. Well, it is the truth. Uh, a lot of really good friends, when you you know see me of going to outings or events, you'll find that unless I'm working, I'm kind of the one that just kind of sits back in a corner and just hopes that you know people just pass me. <laughs> I'm, I more sit back and observe rather than uh, be part of what is going on. But just a lot of things have been going through my head and uh, lots of things trying to sort out, uh, lots of things dropped in my lap that I'm trying to get off the ground and get moving, which is good. I mean, God's really blessing me in in many ways. And it's crazy. It's just, it's weird. You know, it's crazy. Um, Yeah, Yeah, I know, very poor attempt there at uh, Christopher Walken, but it is, it's crazy. Um, but it's great. Uh, a lot of things that are happening, but then seeing what's happening around our world. In fact, a great uh, conversation I got into last night, they were talking about a pastor that was doing uh, pub theology, which means that you pretty much would have a Bible study and you do it at a bar over a beer. And a lot of people that, that just opens doors to just listen, to be able to build up one another, to encourage one another, and to just help people through situations that they are going through. Um, but then the, the one thing is I see conversation, I have conversations like that last night that, you know, really, really, really bless my heart. But then things that are shared on Twitter this morning about this was at a, a Buffalo Wild Wings, and uh, there was a, I believe it was a, a lady. She was a waitress who had a LGBT tattoo on her forearm, and due to that, someone did not leave her a tip with the note saying, "I cannot support someone who does not believe in Jesus" or something like that. And that's when I see things like that, that hurts my heart. That really makes me want to cry because that's not, if you're saying that you're a Christian, that's not the way you're supposed to act. Being a Christian, you're supposed to be there for others. You are supposed to be there to help them. You're supposed to be there to encourage, to build them up. You know, it doesn't matter what the choice is that they make because we all have a free will. We all have a mind of our own to make that decision. It's not our job to make the decisions for everyone else. And unfortunately, that's how a lot of us try and live our lives. And that's not a good thing. I mean, the Bible tells us that, you know, heaven, the the road to heaven is narrow, but it's not narrow because God made it narrow. It's narrow because it even says many will not choose to take that way. But you know what? Being a Christian, it's still our purpose. It's still our job to help them, to love them, to take care of them, to really love on them. If they need help, if it's your neighbor and something happened and they need help at the house, you go, you help them. A coworker that needs help, you help them. You listen, whatever that is. But we would rather point our fingers and judge and separate ourselves rather than say, 
God loves me. I love you. And I need to love you. And I need to share that love. You know, it's the about the unconditional love and compassion, which is another conversation me and some friends have been having over the past few weeks about that unconditional love for one another and how we should have that. But unfortunately, in our world, and it has been for years, this isn't new. I'm sorry to tell you, the way we live now compared to 5,000 years ago, we just do it quicker or in a different way. But we still are acting the same way which to me shows that even though we've advanced in technology, we have not advanced in our way of treating one another. The Bible says living in harmony, living with one another, being there for one another. But we refuse to do that because we would rather to look at someone and say, it's either my way or the highway. We would rather be their enemy than be their friend. And to me, that hurts. And I know there's a lot of friends of mine, Christians that I know, that I'll say that. In fact, another conversation I had this week, and they were flat out calling me wrong of the way I felt. And that's, again, when I want to look at them and go, your conviction is different than my conviction. Your personal relationship with God is different than my personal relationship with God. And if you feel you're doing right, that's between you and God. It's not me to decide what is right or wrong. Just like what I decide that I'm going to do is not right or wrong because that's my personal relationship with God. doesn't mean that you're not going to do something that's going to really hurt my feelings because of the way you treated somebody and made them feel bad. To me, if you are ever going to tear someone down, I don't call that scriptural. I don't call that Christianity. I don't call that biblical. If you're tearing them down, you are not sharing love. Didn't mean to go on that tangent. It just, those are things that really bother me and really hurt me when I see things like that happen. And then you profess to be a Christian. I mean, I I remember, you know, there's always statistics for everything. And they always say the number one statistic for atheists, you know, what turns people that way against God are other Christians because about how they act or how they treat them. We're going to look at Psalm 59 today. And think about this as we go through. I mean, I again, as I go through, it really puts me in a certain area when I'm looking at my life and looking at those possibilities and what I should be doing, what am I doing, as well as looking at my priorities, how, you know, what is it that I'm doing to help one another. But here, Psalms 59, it says, Deliver me from my enemies, oh my God. Protect me from those who rise up against me. Deliver me from those who work evil and save me from bloodthirsty men. For behold, they lie in wait for my life. Fierce men stir up strife against me. For no transgression or sin of mine, O Lord, for no fault of mine, they run and make ready. Awake, come to meet me and see. You, Lord God of hosts, are God of Israel. Rouse yourself to punish all nations. Spare none of those who treacherously plot evil. Each evening they come back, howling like dogs and prowling about the city. They, there they are, bellowing with their mouths, with swords in their lips. Who, for who, they think will hear us. But you, O Lord, laugh at them. You hold all the nations in 
derision. O my Lord, I will watch for you, for you, O God, are my fortress. My God is in his steadfast love will meet me. God will let me look and triumph on my enemies. Kill them not, lest my people forget. Make them totter by your power and bring them down, O Lord, our shield. For the sin of their mouths, the words of their lips, let them be trapped in their pride. For the cursing and lies that they utter, consume them in wrath. Consume them till they are no more. That they may know that God rules over Jacob to the ends of the earth. Each evening they come back howling like dolls and prowling about the city. They wander about for food and growl if they do not get their fill. But I will sing of your strength. I will sing aloud of your steadfast love in the morning. For you have been to me a fortress and refuge in the day of my distress. O my strength, I will sing praises to you. For you, O God, are my fortress, the God who shows me steadfast love. Talking about David's enemies. Now, isn't it interesting? Now, this is, you know, of course, the between David and Saul when Saul was coming after David. Now, isn't it interesting that your enemies are those that should be your friends? You know, you are talking with other Christians and they turn out to be your enemy because you are not believing or doing what they think you should be doing. Again, it's them trying to live your relationship with God rather than them living their own. It's coming together with like thoughts about one thing, bringing that together, you know, being like-minded, not saying we all believe and do the exact same because we're individuals, one to one. It's just very interesting how we treat one another and that really needs to be a part in our lives of looking how we treat each other and how we do things. You know, I am not perfect, and I mess up every day. I actually hurt a friend's feelings today because, you know, I've, again, not had a great week. And so I said some things, and then they got hurt, and then you kind of turn things. And I mean, it, it's rough. Life certainly is not easy. Mm-hmm. By any means will it ever be, unfortunately. But we have to do our best to really keep pushing forward, do our best to love each other unconditionally. And sometimes when somebody says something, you don't always want to take that personal because they say something does not mean it's about you. They're not attacking you, though we being emotional at times will take it that way rather than thinking logically of, well, you know, this person's really not going through a great time and they're really kind of hurt right now. But that's not how we're going to look at it. We're going to take it personal and we're going to then turn that to, you know, get upset when that's not what we need to be doing. At that point, when they're going through those areas, it's us reaching out and just listening, not overthinking it, not taking, you know, going to a certain area and thinking this is what they meant because we're not sure what they mean by what they say when it first comes out because we don't always think. We just blurt, unfortunately. Psalms 59. Again, I go through these and you need to really go through them on your own and figure out where it is that it really meets you in your heart. It meets you in your personal walk, your relationship with God. Like I said, when I share these, it's from my heart and it's about me and about where I am and how it's really kind of pulling me through in my areas. And I know it just feeling like when everybody's against you, 
you know, your friends being your enemies. And it's unfortunate, it's hard, it's not easy, but it's part of life that we have to try and figure out as we are living in this world with others. Dealing with other people, not an easy thing to do. (laughs) Psalms 59, read that for yourself. Take the time to really search your life to find out where it is that purpose, what you're doing, how you're acting, how you're treating others. I know I have to think about that every day. I mean, every day on Facebook, I probably just need to say, I am sorry for today in advance. (laughs) Then at night, I need to say, I am sorry for today. Please forgive me. Almost how I feel like I need to live my life. Let's say I don't get that done either. But I do my best. Are we doing our best? I'm trying. Psalms 59. Read that for yourself. Thank you for listening to the Gospel Road. Have a great day. God bless.